0: Oh my gosh! I'm so excited because I am in a vehicle and I'm driving with my girl, Sam. What's up, people? What's up, <laughs> people? We are. We are in a car um, and we are driving. If By the way, if you don't know, hi, I'm Hannah. Hannah Carroll. Sometimes I go by Hannah Jean. I am at Best Life by Hannah on Instagram. And I am currently with my friend Samantha Gentle, Sammy G, Sam, sam Alama. The list goes on. We've known each other since the third grade. Fourth. Fourth? Is it fourth?
1: I think earlier.
0: No. Technically,
1: you lived by my grandpa forever.
0: Yeah. Sam and I were kind of like our our neighborhoods were backdoor neighbors, basically. Um, And Sam and I have known each other a very long time. Sam is easily my oldest friend. So it's so cool when we get together because we go deep. We go deep on everything. <laughs> we've, we've taken, this is our second car ride over the last long weekend. We went up to our friend's bachelorette together and we're going back down to Ohio. We both came from Toledo, Ohio, went up into northern Michigan, and now we're coming back down. So, um, yeah, when we talk about life. We go deep. Sam, I feel like this music is playing in the background. Yes, I don't know. It's okay, cool, now. cool, cool. It's gone. It's gone now. We can't have like, we can't have like music that is owned by other people. Oh, yes. We'd have to pay for that because we need to repeat respects. Yes. <laughs> that would just be. It would just be not respects. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam and I have been chit-chatting back and forth about all things life. And I wish that I would have planted a secret microphone on her the entire time because it's been the taste that tastes tasty when you taste it the The content has been insane we're not sure where we're going so we're just <laughs> going to double check that we it says to proceed to route we're podcasting and we're traveling at the same time um, we are proceeding to the route we're on route. I don't. We know are on what's the route. Off route. Oh, this is route. This is the route. Very. <laughs> We've got the route. Fantastic job. Right. Fantastic job. And now we're probably back to my microphone. East like. Yeah. East we will go. So yeah, um, we actually started to to record it this time because this is just a good conversation. And what we want to talk to you guys about today is kind of the ego kind of should versus must, we might go into 17 different topics, but it'll probably be a little great conversation. Um, And I kind of like to lay the foundation of ego because a lot of people think that ego is that guy at the frat party that is like, who do you know here? (laughs) Or like people who are obsessed with themselves. Hashtag got a big ego, Kanye, got to give credit where credit's due because... Can't just be taking people's music. <laughs> uh-uh. Sam so shaking her head like uh uh-uh. uh so um there's definitely some ego involved when we you know encounter people that are like maybe full of themselves and that's what we associate with like ego but really ironically enough ego is association and ego is purely identity so, where you might identify with something is your ego. And that's neither good nor bad. And I'll give you an example. So, one of the ways that I identify and hold my ego is that I'm a mindset coach. Uh, and if you ever hear yourself say, I am this, I am that, and you give yourself a title, or even say, I'm a mom, I am a, a daughter, I'm a, I'm a family member, uh, I'm a gymnast, I've always been a cheerleader, whatever it is, I'm a basketball player. Um then there's ego, there's identity there, and again, a lot of you are gonna be like, What ego that's, I'm not I don't have my ego and my soccer playerness or the fact that I'm a coach, and that's because we think it's negative, but it's not. So I identify as being a mindset coach, which is a really positive thing for for many reasons. When I wake up and I tell myself, yeah, I'm a mindset coach and I hold that identity of who I am it motivates me to move forward in that way something that could be scary for me and is fucking scary to be a mindset coach because it's um you know are like 2 years in now but being yourself and really expanding into who you're meant to be is a scary thing so my ego really helps me because if i am identifying with it then i'm going to push forward mm-hmm. i'm going to do it right right And then on the other hand, ego could be negative because what if I have an ego that I'm a mindset coach, but I recognize like, oh my God, I really want to be like a corporate speaker, but I'm so wrapped up in my ego of being a mindset coach that I can't really detach from it. I can't really let go of it in order to be the person that I'm now becoming. And Sam, you had such great things. This is where the conversation of this really started. Yeah.
1: Well, I think we talked a little bit about, like, a label is an identifier, right? Yeah. And it's a thing that helps us kind of align with ourselves, right? Yeah. it can be really serving in that way and, and attaching to something, and it can really be not serving in a lot of ways because you're attaching to something that you may not necessarily align with anymore or could be detracting from who you're becoming. Right. So we started talking a little bit about, like, attaching... To certain, or detaching from certain labels, and saying like, "Am I liking who I'm becoming?" Yeah. Um, and if I'm losing this piece, this label of me, is that okay? Right. And what is my? We I don't even know. We're branching the should versus must. But we'll like, get there. We'll get we'll there. We'll get there.
0: We'll get there. Yeah. And I love the story that you were telling about story. moving. It came from the story of you. You're so Sam's moving from where we grew up mm-hmm. to North, North Carolina. Carolina. Right? Yes, North, North, Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. I was get yeah. the Carolinas confused. <laughs> and you were talking about just evolving and being like, yeah, I'm starting to let go of parts of myself.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's, there's mul- it's multifaceted there. I think over the past few years, you're talking about that um, during the pandemic, it was really serving in some ways in aligning to ourselves with becoming it of ourselves. Be, yeah. And for me, I think it's allowed me to start really discerning between what I should do versus what I must do. And I think there's some things that I've had to realign myself as I'm becoming older and as I'm reassessing who I'm becoming that I needed to explore further. And so um, I've had this like plan to move across the country, not across the country, to move for three to five years. It was like a very loose plan. And yeah. I started seeing that, like, people are moving forward in ways that I'm not ready to move forward in, that I have Mm. not found, um, and and in a lot of facets, like, families or kids or whatever that may be.
0: They're having families. They're they're making families. They be making babies. They be getting married and shit. Where we come from, people do that early. Yeah, and, you know,
1: I'm not there yet, and I don't want to be there yet until I find a person that's worth being there with. Right. Right? And that is
0: aligning with you. That is, that is aligning, aligning to your soul.
1: And I have not found that, but that I, I think also is like, am I in the right place to align with my soul? Mm-hmm. Is Toledo, Ohio, the place that most aligns with what feeds my soul? Yeah. No. No. I don't think so. And
0: so. Not I right now. Not right now. That's what we know. We know yeah. what we know right now. We know it always uh-huh. changes. Yeah. We know that zero percent is still certain. <laughs> For real. All we know is change. <laughs> For real. Huh? You know how uh, they say that? Like, the only constant is change? No, I've never heard Oh, that. what? I the love, only I constant love, is change. The only constant in life is change. And Sam and I were talking about this today. Like, what? I just think that's so
1: interesting because we're so resistant to change. we go ahead. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't
0: believe you've never heard that. That's so funny. Um, but... Yeah, not to be like, I can't like, you've never heard that. I hate <laughs> when people do that, and <laughs> yeah, I just I'm did rude. that. I'm like, ew, that was not nice of me. Um, so I'm sorry. That no, was, it's not, I, I didn't mean it that way. But um, I like that Sam's not mainstream. Like, she's not obsessed with Instagram like I am. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but that but doesn't serve me, and it serves you. It does serve me, and then it doesn't. And That's yeah. why I had to put a time limit. I do love Instagram, though. I absolutely love sharing my voice. It's very cathartic to me. But anyways, what was I saying, Sam? Oh, the only constant is change. Um, And we were talking about earlier today how... Wait, 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 wait. Where was I going with this? We were talking about... Oh, that some things in our lives will serve us now and then maybe not later. And we were talking about how in mindset work, um, you know, what would be very, like, cathartic for somebody would be very helpful for somebody like identifying with something could be actually detrimental to another person and maybe in one person's life it is helpful in one time and then becomes detrimental in another so for example we've been talking a lot about anxiety we both deal with anxiety I know in at the beginning when I realized that I quote-unquote had anxiety that it was really like relieving to understand like oh my god this is what's going on in my body right I'm having anxiety I'm experiencing anxiety and I would the the label of like oh I have anxiety was very like relieving to understand and then now at some point in my life this point in my life I no longer want to identify because I think it holds me back I don't think that I have to hold on to my anxiety any longer so now I say that I'm experiencing it And for some people, like, it's so... um, I don't know. I can't think of another word. Relieving. It's like... Yeah. I don't know. You just feel better when you can identify with it. Which, by the way, again, is ego. That's okay. It's okay to say, I am a person who has anxiety. I am an anxious person. I'm experiencing it. Whatever. So... For some people, things are helpful. For other people, not fucking helpful, and it's always because of our past experiences.
1: Yeah, and we also decide that like you can detach from those labels or attach to them whenever you want. Yeah,
0: like they're fluid. They're yeah. We were malleable. so. And that's a funny thing about being a mindset coach is that I cannot say overarching things. Like I kind of can, right? But I always, I always give a little. I I can say whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) That's what this podcast is about, actually. Me reclaiming my voice that I've been silenced because I was told I have ADHD and that I'm too much, which is something I work on a lot. But, you know, I always give that disclaimer, that kind of, like, asterisk of, like, if this doesn't serve you, don't fucking use it, right? My friend Kaylee is, like, mindset work. She's a mindset coach, if you guys don't know Kaylee. Um... What is her Instagram? I'm gonna look it up while I tell you this. Kaylee always says mindset work is like a sweater. Try it on, and if it feels itchy and you don't like how it feels or you don't like how it fits, then take it off. She is. It's Kaylee Lynn on Instagram. So, it's K A Y L E E L Y N N. Kaylee Lynn. Um, Kaylee with two E's. She's a bomb, and I think that's really important. But for for those of you who are stubborn, like myself, Sam is less stubborn than me, I think. But I'm really stubborn when I was first doing mindset work. I uh, did not want to listen to my mindset coach. And not that she was telling me to do something and then I was listening to it. But I just was like, I've always grown up. I've been defiant my entire life. So mindset work is also coming into ownership, coming into responsibility, looking at yourself in the the world as a mirror to look back at yourself and realize that like, oh yeah, everything's on me. So if if you're feeling resistance towards something, there is, um, you know, it could be because you need to hear it and you need to change through it. So Well, you know, everything I say, if something is triggering to you, you might want to triple check it and be like, Ooh, why is that triggering to me? Is that because I do something like that myself and I'm not accepting of myself. So I'm judging Hannah for it or whoever else for it. So on one hand, here's the dichotomy of mindset coaching. Again, you guys, on one hand we say, try it on. If it doesn't work for you, don't take it. On the other hand, you always want to double check yourself. And I hate to use this terminology, but I think it's funny you kind of want to gaslight yourself. <laughs> you know, when you're like, yeah, you, well, this is just how life is. Like, you know, this is hard. Life is hard. And you, you kind of got to gaslight yourself and be like, "Ah, oh, I mean, is it? Does it need to be? And I don't want to discount anyone that's having a bad time right now. That was maybe not a great example. But um, just always double-checking how you are creating your own existence. Well, I feel like there's immense power in ownership. So much power and ownership.
1: Because if we're just using other things as scapegoating, we're, like, scapegoating whatever our problems are to yeah. other things or other yeah. people, you're never going to heal that part of you. You're never going to solve that part of you and yes. move
0: forward. So, okay, I love what Sam, I love what you say about scapegoating mm. and putting the responsibility on things external. I just posted an Instagram reel about this a few days ago. Um... And what I was talking about, yeah, Sam's giving me, (laughs) Sam's giving me claps. What I was talking about is, like, it's always so funny, too. Like, Sam will start talking about something. I'm like, yo, I just talked about that on my Instagram. (laughs) Um, But, like, scapegoating is being like, oh, yeah, my life sucks. I'm having a hard time because of my boss. I'm having a hard time because my mom is being shitty to me. I'm having a hard time because I hate my, my career, but I'm stuck in my career. And while, like, I think the first thing you need to do is validate yourself. And say, like, yeah, you know, that thing I'm dealing with is hard. My mom is being shitty. My career is really hard for me. Like, you've got to first validate yourself. you got to cry if you need to cry. you got to hit some pillows if you need to hit some pillows, whatever. But then the idea is coming back to, I'm the one who's in charge here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if I don't like my fucking life, then it's on me to change it. doesn't mean it's your fault that it is that way right now, but it is your, your responsibility. There's a lot of power, too, and acceptance. So, like, you get to decide mm. if you want to accept
1: that relationship, that thing, whatever, whatever it feels maybe unaligned in your life. You get yeah. the power to say, this is okay, and I'm, I'm willing to accept it, or I'm choosing. And you have to let go of it if you're going to accept it, right? Right. Or choosing a new path. Forging a new path.
0: I love Forge. that. Forge. Forge. <laughs> <laughs> So, we were just at my friend's... Please remind me we were just talking about I'm going to forget in 10 seconds. Okay. But um, we were just at my friend, our friend Maria's bachelorette party, and we did, like, a float down a river yesterday. We all got very intoxicated, as one does, when one floats down a river. Actually, Sam was our DD, so he didn't get intoxicated. Just a little bit. But um, our friend Kat, Kat, if you're listening to us, you're so fucking funny, was like, our like guide, she would like get out of the tube and like power forward in the river when we were about to go hit sticks, and she'd be forge. She... Cat's so funny, but I was saying, What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely forget, I genuinely acceptance. We are talking, we
1: talking about um scapegoating,
0: yes, acceptance. And I think this is cool. My other friend, uh, Marie, I dude, is her name Marie Groover or Grover? I don't know, I think it's Grover. It's so funny how you follow people on the internet webs. And it's like I've never actually said her name out loud. But her name's Marie. If you don't follow her, she's incredible. Uh, And she is the corporate psychic on Instagram. And she talks about acceptance. Like, sometimes we recognize that things in our life are, like, not right for us right now. And sometimes we fucking choose to let that be okay for right now. And that is fine. As long as you ain't lying to yourself. About the people you're around, your, um, your job, where you live. Sometimes acceptance is a really beautiful thing to move through. Oh,
1: 100%.
0: Yeah. I've said that a lot, but 100%. 100%. And this actually ties into Virgo season. Um, if you are not part of my women's community, Evolve is my women's community self-development, self-discovery based in astrology. It's a community, a monthly community because I believe that this deeper work never ends and I will never stop doing it. So yeah, it's a group of badass women who, who know that, um, the job search and life itself is a spiritual path and it's Virgo season right now. And part of Virgo season, there's four steps in Virgo season is, um, first of all, creating foundation for yourself. Second gaining clarity on your mission your purpose your gifts number three accepting your gifts and then using them and acceptance part is hard and I think this ties yes I love when it full circle ties back acceptance a lot of the time is about identification and ego because sometimes we're like ooh, like Sam was talking about I really love writing and maybe she like recognized like oh this is kind of my gift But sometimes that gift that we have inside of us, whether it's, oh, people love to come to me for advice or like, man, I'm so good at staying organized or I love um, home redecorating, whatever it is. Like sometimes it's hard to accept that gift and want to make money from it or to even use it because either it doesn't feel worthy, like it's not cool enough or I didn't go to school for it. My parents don't respect me or we're not cool enough. That's what we think. I'm not good enough to accept and use this gift as my power. What do
1: you think, he Because who's to say that except for yourself? Say it again? Who's to say that you're not good enough except for yourself? You're oh, yeah. you the one that, like,
0: embodies oh, yeah. your power. Yeah, oh, and it always comes back to power, doesn't it? Oh, I love it? power. I love power. <laughs> we were just talking about power. Yeah, and that's so true. There's no one to say that you are good or not um, except for you. I was talking with one of my clients about this the other day, but like as an adult, nobody's grading your shit. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's giving you an A plus or a C minus. And so you almost have to, um, like create your own grading system. And like, I kind of do, I like come back to my values. I'm like, am I living within my values? Right. Am I living within, um, ease and freedom and helping other people gain their power and showing up powerfully in my life? And
1: it's all a matter of perception, right? Like, what other people value isn't going to be the same, and it doesn't devalue yes. your value. Because I've questioned this a lot. You said, like, you talked about, I'm, I'm, I like the concept of being a writer, and, like, that gives me, that makes me feel powerful, and I like feeling that way. Mm. Um, it puts power to the pen. Ooh, um, that's spicy. I um, and like I that. questioned myself before, I was like, you know, is this going to be valuable to anyone? Is this going to be good enough? Am I a good enough writer? And mm. it's like, but I like my poetry. And right. that all
0: that really matters. Definitely all that matters. 100%. It, it is. And it, it's so crazy. As a career mindset coach, I've seen it time and time and motherfucking time again. That when when we stand in our power and like, oh my God, stand in your power. Like just all you have to do is stand in your power. But seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I see this aura like coming oh, oh my, my God. God. Like. Yeah. Do, all you have to do is be present and then you'll just be rich. Everything is just like in the present. But um, when we like feel those things, our gifts inside of us and like where we are powerful and really harness that in an authentic way, shit just works. It just happens for us. And I'll kind of give like an example. My girl Ellie, Ellie, if you're listening to us, freaking love you. Um, is like, yeah, I want to talk about women's health, and she actually doesn't even use the term women's health. She uses the term vulva owners, because some women do not have vaginas, and yeah. So she uses what did she say? Vulva owner health. Something like that. And she with this. I just got, I was like, am I describing her business right? And then I got all self-conscious that I'm not <laughs> describing her business right, but I completely saw myself in my tracks. But where we were going with this, hashtag authentic podcast, <laughs> I am editing this shit. But she blogs. She just started a blog. And I think it's called Oh for the Love of Health. Um, so shout out Ellie, check out her blog. But she was talking about like, you know, I want to share and she was doing reels because that's what everyone does reels right now, but she doesn't like it. She didn't want to do reels. It took way too long. It didn't feel authentic. So in her blog, she actually talks about that. And I truly believe that if you have a gift and you express it in a way that actually feels good for you, that it will make the impact that it's supposed to in your life and other people's lives or for the world. Um, and like this podcast, for instance, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I had no fucking intention when I started this podcast other than I knew I needed to do it, that was it, and I just started, right, and um, 50 podcasts later, I think this is number 51, but I've, like, looked at my numbers before, and I'm like, it's not really that big of a podcast, you know, like, people have, like, thousands and thousands of viewers, right, and then I thought to myself, why the fuck does this podcast have to be? this big thing in order to be incredibly impactful for people. It doesn't. And my work also, I don't, I don't have to have a, an audience of a million people in order to A, make impact and to B, be wealthy. And I always take my sister, for example, she made her first million dollars in like three to six months in her business with 4,000 followers on Instagram. So impact can be bigger with a smaller group it really can
1: I think authenticity speaks louder than like a lot of words right the way that you show up in this world and if you're aligned with it I don't know it protrudes it exudes out of you
0: in like a powerful way like it does absolutely I have a mentor, Brett Eaton. Dude, I'm just dropping bombs today on all my people. Um, Brett Eaton, you can go look him up on Instagram. Brett is so fucking funny. I just got so stoked talking about uh, his work. He is B-R-E-T-T-E-A-T-O-N, Brett Eaton. Um, He's like a motivational speaker and coach. And he is one of my coaches that I've worked with. And he always says, if you were a speaker, say you were giving a speech on something that you're passionate about, Would you rather be in an auditorium of thousands of people and most of them are looking at their phones or in talking to each other and not paying attention or would you rather speak to 30 people in a small room and every single one of them is staring at you and I don't mean in a scary way but they're just so engaged with what you're saying. They're nodding their heads. They're writing notes. I would rather be in the room with the 30 people. (laughs) That's what life is about, right? on my last podcast I was I talked about connection like Instagram like people who have hundreds of thousands of followers that's not always about connection there's no hate I'm not hating on that that level of like um how do you say like visibility but there's not always connection in that visibility because how can you connect with hundreds of thousands of people in a day um so neither is right nor wrong we're back at that concept aren't we <laughs> Well, and it's hard to be that intentional, right? Like The more
1: more areas of priorities or people to help support, the less you can be intentional with that impact. That's not to say that that's a bad
0: thing, but... Right. Totally. It's harder to target. You know, I think this is a good time for me to put a disclaimer on my work. Um, I have hosted a few, like, all host free masterclasses. I hosted a free challenge recently, Which I probably won't be doing again, maybe, but the whole thing of this is, like, when I show up for my clients, I show up 150 fucking percent. If I have a shit ton of clients in a day, I will not do anything before and I will not do anything after, so I can make sure that my energy is pure for those people. Um, And that's not in a way where I don't want to host free shit or give away free stuff, but if it takes me showing up with my energy and I already have a lot on my plate, I know that I can't do that. So it's, I think it's just such an interesting thing for somebody who's not a coach. I, I'm assuming on the other end of this podcast that you're not a coach. Maybe you aren't. Maybe you're an aspiring coach and you need to know this message as well. But uh, the reason that we, as coaches, we pay ourselves very, very well per hour is because we're not fucking taking 40 hours of clients because we have to be very, very intentional with our energy so that we are able to be a mirror for people to, to be a vessel for which people can be more powerful. So yeah, it kind of just reminded me of that. That's, that's why coaching is expensive. It's not because we're just all getting rich off like doing zero work. It's that, you know, this, this podcast right now is a free offering. Um, and I make it as such, right? Like I'm not editing it. It's more authentic place to vibe out. And um, this is one of those free offerings, so. Well,
1: and I think about, like, it's hard to do the work on your own. Yeah. And you have, like, as anyone, their own work to do. Oh, yeah. So having the space, you have to create that space for them. Oh, my home, God, yeah. Which yes. is emotionally exhausting in a lot of ways. It is emotionally and exhausting. A lot of people can't even do that for friends or family. And here you are doing it for friends, family, and as a coach.
0: Right. Totally. And that's the other thing is, um, if I take five clients in a day and I also like, you know, saw a friend that morning and I had, uh, saw a friend that night or I had obligations for I was giving my obligations like to my mom, helping my mom, helping my dad, like talking to friends on the phone, talking to people who are interested in, in coaching, shit like that, right? If I'm just giving, giving, giving my energy away, then at the end of the night, I'm exhausted. I can't do my own mindset work, which I have to do, right? Like the new levels, new devils, the mindset work don't end. What my first mindset coach gave me was the gift of knowing how to do the work for the rest of my life. And so if I'm not giving myself, the space to do the work, then I can't show up that well for my client. So it's important that I don't work eight hours a week, actually, or eight hours a day. You only have so
1: many spoons. Have you ever heard that?
0: No, I love that.
1: There's like I don't know if it's like ten spoons. I might be quoting this wrong, but there's you have so many given spoons in a day, and like you have that hard conversation with a friend because they need you, you lose spoon.
0: Oh, and like, that's so interesting. You
1: have your own. Everybody's probably like, mental and emotional gauge is different. How much right. they can take and how much energy, and that's why they talk about. And I don't know if you. Align Or if they have this space for this
0: right now. Yeah, for sure. And this is important to hear. As a (laughs) a human that talks to other humans, we ought to ask, should, we should ought to ask people if they can hold space for us. I have a friend that will call, I love you if this is you, if you're listening to this. But I'll call her out because I'm like, bro, you call me and you just, I'm like, hey, I have, like, five minutes, but I just wanted to answer, and she will just start dumping on me. And I'm like, I told you, I have something to do in five minutes. You can't just dump on me right now. Like, her stuff, what she's going through, she's yelling. And, like, of course we want to hold space for each other, but I truly believe that what is best for me is best for everyone. I believe this is a universal law. If I don't have space to hold for somebody... It's because they're meant to hold it on their own or talk to somebody else who does have the space and that's the right person for them to talk to. If I don't have the space, it's because I wasn't the space holder for you right now. You got to go call somebody else. They're probably the one that you need to talk to. And who am I to steal that opportunity from you? Or maybe you're meant to do it on your own. And I, I have this with Jackson a lot because my partner doesn't live with me. Like we live together half the year, if that. Um, especially being in a different time zone. He can't be there for me all the time. And I know in those moments I'm like, oh, this is mm. mine to hold. Mm.
1: But we also have to make sure, and this is not like to challenge it, but we forget sometimes that we want other people to hold space for us, but we don't hold space for other people. Totally. So when can you be fluid in that? Because yeah. that, if you want, you expect other people to hold your sh- shit all the time, yeah, and not do that for other people.
0: Totally, it's not even a balance of the scales. Like I think not really, at all. It's the, we're in a Libra moment here It's not you don't hold yeah. space for me But like that's a thing too I had a friend that went through that yeah. Like this girl is dumping on her constantly But she never asks what's up mm-hmm. For any longer than five minutes And that's tough It's very tough And so I think what was Sam was saying at the beginning Which I kind of straight I got went on a little tangent okay. But Sam was saying at the beginning Like if you're about to dump on somebody Like I need somebody to hold space for me I need to cry I Need to, I need to vent Um are you able to say, like, hey, I really need a vet. Are you available for that? Mm-hmm. And maybe that person is not available for that. Maybe they're exhausted. Maybe they're going through their own shit. So how can we, like, approach it and be like, yo.
1: From a place of also knowing that other people have stuff going on, too.
0: Right. It's not like, are you going to be there for me? It's, hey, like, truly, like, do you have space right now? <laughs> There's this girl. Fuck, what's her name? Lucy, who does the funniest On Instagram she does the funniest shit Um, She pretends to be like Woke boys It's called like woke bros And she does these reels And in woke bros the one guy's like Hey brothers do you like have space for me To talk through my shit And one of them's like you know I'm actually I'm not going to do the accent because I'm not good at it but one of the guys is like, you know what? I'm going through my own shit. And the other guy is like, you know what? I'm actually on a mushroom trip right now, so I can't really hold space for you. I'm tripping my balls off. And so the woke bro is like, no problem. I'll call my therapist. Thank you so much for letting me know what's going on in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and This girl is Lucy Blee. L U C Y B L E E. She's so fucking funny on Instagram. Um, so, yeah, I even got some foreign. So, we've been talking for 32 minutes, and we were going to talk about ego, we did a little bit. We did a little bit. But let, I do want to come back to ego, because, um, just for a few minutes at the end here, um, because Sam and I were talking about that ego, that identification. Let's throw out some ways that we identify. I'll start. I am a mindset coach. Anything come up for you, Sam? I am empathetic. I am empathetic, says Sam. I hope you guys can hear her. She's on the other side yes, of the car. I'm doing my best. Yeah, it's okay. I, um, I, I'm a hype girl. Ooh, see that could be a that could be a toxic Ooh. one because if I like am a hype girl, but I, I can't hold space for somebody, it feels bad, right? Ooh, but then like I'm like I gotta hold my own space. So, full yeah. circle. I'm a hype girl. You can be both. Yeah, you can be a yes and. Yes and. I
1: love that. Um, I am a writer. I'm a
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am a traveler. I am a vagabond. I am a nomad, as Sam would call me. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what you're calling me? A nomad. Yeah. A, a nomad. I digital not exist
1: in no one place.
0: And let's see, like, how could that ego hold me back? What if, like, I was really, and I've been actually thinking about this. I'm like, am I really meant to travel right now? Because if you know, you know, I've been going through a lot of, like, physical health. Like, even right now, my throat will hurt when I talk a lot. And I have like headaches in the back of my head um am I meant to travel am I meant to like stay at my mom's house and like (laughs) figure out my health shit I've been struggling with that one so that ego can hold me back from doing what I need to do potentially or like if I like really like went to a city and like felt like I was in love with it maybe my ego would be like no you have to leave you have to travel you're a traveler it's cool it's like cool that you're a traveler so I have to double check myself a lot
1: what if we added labels that we have detached
0: from? Ooh, love that. Let's do it.
1: So a label that I used to attach to is I am an eating disorder or not I am because it's not an I am, but I feel like I was very attached to that and it held me back for a period of time.
0: Okay. Heard. I love that. Thanks for your vulnerability. I love Sam's always so vulnerable. I love it. Um... I I am uh, I was gonna say a cheerleader that was way back in the day I got kicked off the cheerleading team Sam and I were cheerleaders together so that hurt for a minute um, I am a fitness instructor just let go of that one Ooh. finally didn't want to do it anymore I don't even lift weights I haven't lifted weight not that I think you shouldn't but my body is healing um, so yeah that makes me think
1: of so I'm a fit chick I really fit chick sh- I really struggle with detaching from this. Fit chick, yep, totally. Yeah, especially after I did bodybuilding for a period of time. Yeah. my body changed because I had to let go of some things. And yeah. detaching from that was really hard.
0: Really hard. Really hard. My computer is dying, Sam, by the way. Oh, no. So we're going to wrap up this yeah, combo. I lastly wanted to talk about, we were talking about should versus must and how it ties into ego. And I think I'm going to sneeze. Okay, went away. Push your nose up like this and oh. it's supposed to like a pig. Yeah. Okay, cool. That did help. Um, should versus must. We talk about this all the time. Uh, I have a podcast episode called You're Shooting All Over Yourself. I think that's what it's called. Um, and should comes from a place of like, oh, I should get a job in the thing I studied. Oh, I really should have a full-time job working 40 hours with 401k. Oh, I really should become a dentist because that's what my dad does. Should is like an external thing. Other people are putting expectations on you or you're putting expectations on you based on what you think is right or wrong, what you think is good or bad in the world. Whereas must is like, I fucking have to do this. I must move to Seattle. I must move to Colorado. Dude, I must become a mindset coach. You fucking can't not if you're being honest with yourself, right? Uh huh. Anything else to say on that? Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> um I think, mm,
1: I'm like pondering it. Yeah,
0: we're we are pondering.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I think must is also just feeling really when you're in your must, you're really aligned
0: with yourself. Oh yes, and that's good identity. That is good identity. That's good ego. Good and ego good is labeling. good ego is must. I must. I must do it. And you might even be coming into an identity. I must try mindset coaching I can't not and then I kind of become it right whereas where should should might come from an identity that no longer serves mm, Ugh that. man I really circle. yeah I really should you know get a job as like a, a financial consultant because like that's what I studied like I you know I went to Australia but like you know I really should get back to that that comes with a, a poor identity side I'm going to pause this recording and then... No, no, no. We're just going to close it right here. My computer's going to die. This has been a fun fucking combo. In the ca- in the car, on the way back to our hometown with my girl Sam. What Sam, thank you so much for being here. I hope you guys have enjoyed this combo. Thanks for having me. Dude, Much yes, love. Much freaking love. We will catch you on the next podcast. If you liked this podcast with Sam, if you like this style... Um, please, you know, post on your Instagram, send it to a friend, rate it, whatever feels good. Maybe just support in some way. So I know that you're liking it. Maybe even reach out on Instagram. I am at best life by Hannah. Um, and I just appreciate your love. I appreciate your support. I was reading a couple of reviews today. made me feel real good. So thanks for doing that. Um, it's been good talking, watch your ego, double check that ego, and we will talk to you next Monday. Bye.